welcome to the Green Hospitality Podcast. Green Hospitality is an organisation with a primary mission to encourage businesses to work together and bring about innovative solutions to achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Join us as we interview practitioners, experts and academics, providing bite-sized advice on how to improve environmental, social and governance performances in the hospitality and travel industry. Today's episode of the Green Hospitality Podcast about the use of biodegradable packaging. My name is Lucia Loposhova, the Executive Director of Green Hospitality, and I will be the host of this episode. Packaging is plastic's largest application, representing 26% of the total volume of plastic produced per year. Especially in the food and beverage industry, single-use plastic packaging is a common use for the delivery because it is inexpensive and high-performing. This, as a result, causes different environmental issues. Aware of these problems, hospitality businesses have made a great effort to switch plastic packaging to other materials. Our guest today, Woody Chen, CSR and Sustainability Manager of Food Panda Hong Kong, will share with us how Food Panda gets involved in reducing plastic packaging in this case with the use of biodegradable materials such as the gas. Hello, Woody. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, I am Woody. I am the CSR Sustainability Manager of Food Panda Hong Kong. Uh, for those of you who are not too familiar with Food Panda, uh, we are part of the uh, global group Delivery Hero, uh, which is based in uh, Berlin in Germany. It is the largest food delivery network outside of China. And in APAC, the brand is called Food Panda. It's uh, in more than 12 markets already, including Hong Kong, of course, but also Singapore, Taiwan, uh, Thailand, Japan, and more. In terms of our business, we focus on food delivery. That's not it. We are also expanding rapidly into quick commerce, where we aim to deliver on-demand groceries to our consumers at a very quick pace and whenever they need it. With that growing business footprint, we are also aware that we are making an impact on the environment. And that's why sustainability is a big focus for us going forward. And we hope to minimize that impact wherever possible. And in terms of the focus areas here, of course, we want to reduce our plastic footprint, which is the topic of this podcast. But on top of that, we also want to tackle our carbon emissions and also offer sustainable foods to our customers as well. Fantastic. Thank you so much for the the introduction. And I want to refer to what you just mentioned about reduction of packaging and what we're looking into your new strategies of integrating these biodegradable materials. But first, I'd like to understand a bit more about the scope of the sort of issue that you are addressing. So how much plastic packaging is there, uh, say, on average per month that you as a delivery service provider have? What is your plastic footprint right now and what you're aiming at to reduce? That's a very good question. and It's definitely a very relevant question. However, given that our industry is relatively new, there is no reliable baseline, both internally and externally, on the plastic footprint for food delivery platforms. One of the reasons for this is because we don't control or supply restaurant partners with plastic packaging. So they have a full autonomy on what packaging they use. That's why we don't have reliable data on how much these restaurant partners are using in terms of plastic packaging. However, this is something that we do want to establish a baseline on to try and reduce 
of the plastic packaging that we as a food delivery platform is facilitating. In terms of uh, data outside of Food Panda, we are seeing more and more estimations from green groups, uh, especially during the COVID pandemic, how much plastic packaging is ending up in the landfill. But how much of that is from food delivery platforms? I would say there is no accurate data there yet. Right. Actually, we did a research earlier this year, and we wondered about the packaging that the restaurants use. Obviously, they are not associated just with your services, but in general for takeaways, because we saw the increase of takeaways by the customers during COVID-19. So what we found out that sometimes it was even 10 times more with regards to the takeout services that were demanded by the customers. Some of the restaurants have witnessed a very high demand um, for takeaway. And so that, of course, meant much more packaging to be distributed. And we kind of had an estimate that one outlet approximately used about 50 kilos of packaging every month, actually. So that would be the amount that they would actually give away with their takeaway uh, to their customers. So that was like an average that we were kind of seeing. And obviously, if I think about Hong Kong, that could, if we think about, we have about 16,000 restaurants here. That would be a lot of packaging to be given away if all of them were on average using that much. Let's go to another question. I would like to ask about your single-use packaging elimination strategy. It has been a hot topic, and obviously you're considering it different ways. How are you going to influence? So you just mentioned that essentially this decision right now lies with your partner restaurants, but you also have an interest to decrease this, this plastic footprint that is associated with your service. Do you think it is possible to change this model? And if so, how are you doing it? Or what are you planning to do to change this this use of plastic and sway sway away from the plastic to use some other more environmental-friendly materials? We, we have three main initiatives on the plastic packaging front. The first is we are definitely committed to helping our restaurant partners transition away from sourcing plastic packaging. One of the key programs here is our sustainable packaging program, which was launched earlier this year in August. How this works is essentially we've partnered with our global team over at Delivery Hero to bulk source plant-based sugarcane bagasse packaging to sell at a very cheap price to our restaurant partners. And Hong Kong is the first pilot market to have started this across all the markets. This is not something that we're doing for profit. This really is an exercise, a project that we are hoping can help restaurant partners shift away from plastic packaging. So far, we've sold 12 cartons of these sustainable packaging products, which amount to 6,000 containers. And we hope to scale this up as much as we can in the coming months as well to maximize the impact especially relevant given that the government is seriously considering regulating single-use plastic tableware in the food delivery and also the F&B industry. So we are, we, it's, it's definitely a good time to help our restaurant partners get ahead of the curve and avoid being uh, punished in, in later regulations. Beyond that, we are also dedicated to helping our consumers reduce their plastic footprint. One of the main things we've done is our default cutlery opt-out feature, where customers automatically opted out of cutlery and they have to opt in to receive plastic cutlery from the restaurants. At the moment, roughly 50% of our customers opt out because of this feature. That means that we've saved about 30 million sets of cutlery in 2020 alone. Lastly, on the recycling front, We've also partnered with Baggio iRecycle to offer a door-to-door recycling service to our customers. 
for their plastic containers. So previously, Baggio only offered recycling service for bottles, both plastic and glass. But because of our cooperation, where we did promise to promote their service and also offer recycling to customers through panel vouchers as an incentive, they agreed to also recycle and collect plastic containers as well. That is a great program where we have recycled from 744 customers. And we've recycled more than 9,000 containers and 36,000 bottles since January 2021. So in terms of plastic packaging initiatives, those would be our main projects that are ongoing. Those are some really great efforts and also some great results. And I really like that you thought of involving other service providers and actually go beyond what you do just to make sure that your business model doesn't have this negative impact, but actually how you can solve it with the help of others just to coordinate the efforts. And I think that's sometimes what we forget to do or not doing very, very well, that we don't coordinate very well with the existing services or reach out to them to really close the loop or promote better recycling rate or more circularity. So I think that's really fantastic to see. So what has been the biggest challenges of COVID-19 for you with regards to this initiative of the biodegradable packaging? Has there been any actually challenges with the implementation of the service or has it been received well by your partner restaurants? I would like to note that actually I think it's very valuable that you are able to offer this packaging on a competitive price point because we know that this is typically the problem of especially smaller restaurants, that the price difference between the biodegradable material, the better performing material, and the plastic material is just too high. The better performing one, that typically also prevents them from ordering because the minimum order quantity would be too high for them. So in order to to afford the cheaper price, they don't just don't have the volume. And I think you coordinating that as fully a risk service provider is fantastic because that really helps the others to get on board. So I'm just kind of interested in knowing what the challenges have been with this implementation, if any, and how has been this project received by your partners? And indeed, we are trying to help our restaurants transition in any way we can. And this does mean that in terms of the minimum order quantity, it is much lower than a normal packaging supply would be able to provide for one restaurant. So our minimum order quantity is only a couple of hundred units per carton. That's much easier for an individual outlet to, to absorb compared to normal minimum order quantities from a supplier. We're doing this at a very low price as well, as competitive as possible to plastics. We, as a local team, we're also offering free delivery, also free sample kits and bearing the warehouse cost for these items as well. So this definitely is not a profit-making exercise and we're trying to reach out to as many restaurant partners as possible. However, this does not mean it's a plain sailing. We, we still have several challenges. Uh, restaurants are still quite focused on the short term. That is general phenomenon across the FNB industry. The focus on sustainability is still somewhat lacking and perhaps exacerbated by, by the difficulties they are facing due to the COVID pandemic. A lot of incentives, uh, both commercially and marketing-wise, are needed to push them to shift away from plastics. Then there is also inertia for, for restaurant partners. For a lot of them, they're already using existing packaging suppliers and 
content unless you're offering an alternative that is much cheaper or much better in terms of practicality. Some of them are just not interested in spending the additional administrative effort to switch suppliers. So that's something that we are trying to overcome as well. What are your future plans and projects with regards to sustainability, but also if you have any more plans for your packaging side? Overall, uh, in terms of sustainability, our big commitment is to go carbon neutral as a company by the end of 2021. So that is not just Delivery Hero, but also Food Panda as well. By the end of 2021, Food Panda Hong Kong and all the other Asian markets will be carbon neutral. So I, I would say that, would, that that is a huge undertaking by us to tackle climate change. Uh, on the packaging front, one of the big bets locally is to explore the idea of a reusable packaging pilot. The rationale here is because although we have this sustainable packaging program, it's still single-use packaging and it's still not a great perfect solution. Some of these will definitely be still ending up in the landfill. We do want to explore a closed-loop model for our packaging as well. We will be hoping to partner with a big F&B brand, maybe Q2, Q3 2022, to launch a pilot to offer reusable containers for our customers as well. So that was our episode for today about the use of biodegradable packaging. I would like to say thank you to our guest, Woody Chen, for sharing his experience and his thought with us. I hope that you found the content interesting. And if you would like to know when the new episodes are released, please subscribe to our podcast channel on the Green Hospitality website. See you next time.